your inspiration, our innovation. Welcome to Tech Talk with Absin, your podcast where we discuss how LED can take your space to the next level through dynamic and interactive design. Welcome to the Pro-AV Podcast, brought to you by MarketScale. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. 2018 marks the 30th anniversary of the Live Design International Conference in Las Vegas, the premier Pro-AV show for the best in innovations in the live audience experience, from concerts to theme parks to houses of worship. Live venue manufacturers have always been a key group for innovation in Pro-AV. By always looking to bring the best experience for the audience, an experience that consistently feels unique, those professionals are always searching for changes in design, technology, or implementation that will provide that best experience. This year, two main issues are going to be the buzz at LDI, rigging weight and labor time. As LED tiles get bigger, crisper, and in effect, heavier, how can manufacturers cut down on the bulkiness? How can they maximize setup and teardown time? How do you maintain safety and attention to detail with these pushes for efficiency? Here to give their thoughts on these important industry questions and what they're most excited about at LDI are Chris Prozio, Director of Sales for Rental and Staging, and Allison Maxson, Senior Manager of Marketing and Communications at Absin. All right, we're joined by Chris and Allison, both from Absin. How are you both doing today? Awesome. Fabulous. Oh, wow. Short and sweet and very enthusiastic. I love it. Every day. Every day. Every day. <laughs> yeah, now now you have to answer every question in three words. No more, oh, haiku, no less. Haiku. We should do haiku. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, you know, we've got you both on the Pro AV podcast today to talk about LDI. Big show coming up in Las Vegas. It is the 30th anniversary show for the Live Design International Conference. And... Per usual, bringing the best in the business to talk about the live audience experience and to showcase what they've been working on. So that's gear for festivals, corporate events, concerts, theme parks, houses of worship, you name it. Um, Chris, Allison, what are y'all most excited about this year? I mean, what is getting your blood pumping about LDI? I'll go first. Um, Came on board here back in January, working with Allison to bring a little more focus into rental and staging and... The team is bringing it for this show. We have revamped the booth. We've redesigned it. It's made up it's all or pretty much all of our product. It's it's all LED and it's featuring the new Altair series and a huge display. Uh, we reached out across the aisle to our friends at High End Systems to bring in some lighting. We went over to Bose. We got a big old sound system. We're bringing in a DJ. It's gonna be fun. It's going to be a really good time, and it's showing off our product in a live experience. It's not just sitting up on a wall going, hey, look, it's LED. This is like a real application, and it's going to be fun. Exactly. I, th- I think the key word, as Chris said, is experience. We're all living the experience. Everything you do, what you as a consumer want or as a uh company, you need to think about it in an experience atmosphere. And that has been our, our driving force for LED or for LDI this year is bringing that experience to the attendees of the show. And, uh, 
as Chris was saying, we're doing it through an, a stage structure that is a massive LED. It's LED made. There's no real trust. I mean, there's some beautiful trussing by our partner, Modrus, that is bringing to life our LED, our top LED uh, solutions for the rental and staging market. So I think it's going to blow a lot of people away this year. Yeah. I mean, if you are going to a show that's all about the live audience experience, then you know you, you want your booth to definitely deliver on that experience. Absolutely. Yeah. We And that lives after the show is done and everything is torn down. The magic is over. Um, we need to leave them thinking about us. And this is hopefully one of the ways we will be able to drive that home. Yeah, it makes a statement. It really makes mm -hmm. a statement as our presence in the market. And we're just not another LED manufacturer. We get it. We know what experiences are. We yeah. Yeah. we know how to do these events. We have a staff that can support it. Well, I also love that you are using a product of yours that is introducing a lot of cool little technological tweaks, um, such as you know that your your Altair video screens are bringing twenty percent lower heat and twenty percent higher brightness. Yeah, uh, that's great that you're able to. Not only you know cut down on the energy usage, but you're actually able to pump up the quality of the picture. Uh, how did y'all manage to do that? You know what? Uh, what did you do a little differently on the back end side to get that to cut down on heat and consumption, but actually pump up the brightness? We're utilizing a common cathode technology, uh, and it's just it's it's a different way to attack it. Um, there's a lot of technical jargon, but the basics of it is is we changed where the resistors sit in the path and in a traditional um, SMD LED, there's a resistor that regulates the power to the red LED. We've changed the way that we deal with that. And so that's how we're getting the power reduction as well as the heat reduction because the resistor adds heat to what's going on. And it, when you talk about an LED wall where you've got one little resistor on every red LED element across an entire display, the heat adds up quickly. The other things that with the Altair that I find it's a little more, and I shouldn't say a little more interesting, but it, it really kind of changes the dynamic is some of the things we've done on the structure as well. For a lot of other products in the past to do 90 degree corners, you would have to go out and have built custom 90 degree elements. With the Altair, we've already cut the tile, so it's built in. You literally just get the 90-degree metalwork, which is just a little bracket that goes behind the panel on the left and panel on the right, and you get built in 90 degrees. And that's what we're going to be showing off in spades in the booth. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's awesome, and it, it makes it fast, easy, and it's lightweight. That's the other big thing with, with the Altair and a lot of our other products is we're really paying attention to the weight load that we're putting on these on these rigs. Yeah. And, you know, both of the things you just mentioned there actually lead me right into sort of the main point of what I wanted to hit on in this podcast. And that's, you know, I think these trade shows are perfect opportunities to reflect some of the biggest challenges in the industry and how different companies are really trying to solve them. Um, and two that I think are really essential for live venues and bringing digital signage and pro AV solutions to these live venues is weight and labor. Um, so let's start with the weight side of things. So I think a, a big issue in the industry is that, you know, a lot of partners, I know I've gotten back to y'all and Absin and said, 
um, the rigging weight of these displays are getting heavier and heavier, and it's becoming more critical, especially as these displays themselves and the whole setups are getting more intricate. Um, artists and the designers that want to put on these great shows know that the capabilities of this signage are increasing, and they're getting crisper, they're getting... Um, they're getting brighter, they're getting more eccentric, and so they want to integrate more of them. And with that comes a ton of weight. So tell me a bit about that industry issue. Why are you seeing, you know, why are they getting heavier um, when the technology is getting better, right? Well, how does that correlate to more weight? And then how are you at Ampson and then maybe some other partners that you've worked with or some other companies you see out there trying to address that solution um, to you know curb that weight to make uh, the implementation of some of the signage a little easier and um, you know less of a strain? You want me to take this one, Allison? Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> because I know so, you can deliver it the best. You, you, have, yeah. you have the inside out. Love it. So it, as far as the weight, I mean, the, the first dynamic is you're dealing with numbers of tiles, right? So each tile is built up of a structure. And in the past, that structure has been aluminum or uh, maybe steel, but probably more aluminum or other metals. One of the ways we're addressing this is changing how that structure is built. So we're, we've been using magnesium, which is a lighter metal. We are now bringing out in the Altair, as well as a couple of other products, we're bringing out carbon fiber uh, as a working material for the frames. And we have options. So in the Altair, you have the option to go with a tour frame, which is a big, massive, heavy structure. But it's great if you're going out on the road. If, if you're going to be building the next U2 spectacular that's going to have a you know a mile long led wall you want to build it in big chunks and it needs to wait uh, stand up to the wind and elements and so you need to have that structure and convince you know convince uh, you also have the ability to deal with it during load in when you get into ballroom settings the size of these walls are getting bigger and bigger it's not uncommon to have a 60 foot wide 20 foot tall LED display as the main screen, and in some cases, the only screen. When you're building it in 500 by 500 millimeter chunks, with traditional framing, it gets heavy. So one way is to change the framing and go to a lighter weight. The other way to do it, and the other way that we're managing our weight, is to go to bigger chunks. So if you're just building a slab of video, you don't need to use small 500 by 500 millimeter chunks. The Altair is a 600 millimeter by 1200 millimeter tall piece. And in the tour frame, it's a 1200 by 1200. Using the non-tour frame version, we also get away from the weight. We don't have that extra weight of the tour frame. So it's really just carbon fiber and a little bit of magnesium on this framing lightweight it's 19 kilograms per square meter is is the weight load which is one of the lightest in the market and you can just build these things and click them apart and now you're building bigger chunks so not only are you reducing weight you're reducing time because you don't have as many connection points as you go along you're also reducing the number of failure points again for each bigger chunk versus a smaller chunk. A smaller chunk has more connection points. Each connection point is a point of failure. So 
that's how we're dealing with it. Uh, you know, it, technology is always changing and we're always looking at new ways to change the dynamic. And right now for us, it's really moving into these lightweight type designs to address this issue, especially inside of ballrooms. To add to Chris's point, um, that speaks directly to the ease of assembly as well as dismantle. One of the big factors from an ROI is how quickly the teams, the riggers, the AV technicians out there doing um, unloading and loading, how quickly can they get them up, how quickly they can get them down. The faster they can move, the faster way they can turn through, um, through from one show to another is going to ultimately lead to more being able to book more shows, which is more money in their pocket. Right. At the end of the day. Right. And at the end of the day, Labor. yeah, right, yeah. right. That's the that's the core uh, <laughs> the core goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even if um, going from the Altair Touring se- uh, series to Polaris series, uh, that has been designed to where it's almost a you can really have one technician install the tile. Typically, you're seeing a two two man team to install. The Polaris features the capability of a one person install for that tile, which is even better on the labor side. Yeah, and uh, that brings me to my next point, which is the labor side. Uh, I think that's another industry issue is as these displays and uh, the venues that are looking to make their show the next big thing, uh, you know, they're going to want to incorporate more pieces, more tiles. And if you are setting up these giant monstrous shows, you have a lot of labor that's going to go into it. And um, I think the whole industry is finding ways to reduce the amount of labor needed to build on site because that time is money. And if you can, you know, if you can get rid of some of those hours on the front end, on the back end, you know, whether you're putting it up or tearing it down, um, you you don't have to, you know, spend as much time just <laughs> setting things up. I mean, that that is going to save you a lot of money. So how is Absin looking to produce you know, more products and show them off at LDI that are going to help reduce that labor. I know you sort of already mentioned it, Chris, but Dick and, and Allison, if you want to talk on it too, go ahead. But yeah, just touch base on that and and really dive into a little more about why it's so important that the ability to set these whole venues up and um, the signage at the venues be easy and simple. You know, why why do they need to cut down on the labor time? Well, as, as we we're kind of alluding to, um, one of the things in the Polaris line that we'll be showing off at LDI is the new XL frame, and it's a 500 millimeter by 1,000 millimeter tall piece. So again, as, as Allison was talking about, it's, it's a one-person design, and now you're dealing with one person setting up the same, same size as it would take two tiles. So we're reducing time, we're reducing the total labor load and getting it up and done faster. It also increases your ability for a little bit of creativity, especially with the Polaris, given its um, ability to curve, its lightness, its ability to go into a couple of places where you haven't traditionally seen LEDs. Um, We also bring in other products like the XV series, which uses a 16 by nine aspect ratio so that you're not dealing with custom content in the sense of weird resolutions and weird aspect ratios, because that's what you get with a 500 by 500 tile. The 
XV lends itself to simple, easy content creation. So mm -hmm. if you're dealing with a an association and they just want a simple sign, they're going to create the content and it's going to come right off of their laptop. That ability to not even have to really mess with their content, just boom, send it into the processor and you're done. Uh, again, saves time because the technician having to go through and readjust the customer's content just to fit onto the LED wall or to sit there and explain to the customer why their content doesn't look quite right. Um, again, saving time, saving pain. Yeah, and just to add to that, um, for the people, the attendees at LDI, um, one of the things that we always like, it's it's one thing for us to say what we've just said about the products. It's a whole nother um, thing for attendees or those in the industry to actually get a hands-on feel and to see it in person. And that is why at, at Infocom, at LDI, and some of our other trade shows, we make sure to have a hands-on experience area that they can go and there'll be static. Um, not only will they be seeing those tiles performing live, but they can also go up to an area and play with the tiles, see how they connect, touch, feel, unconnect them, reconnect them, latches, structure, pull out the, the modules, pull out the panels, really go through the motions and get to know uh, the tiles in a more intimate way that they would have a better understanding. And I think it's just, it, it helps them going, okay, this is how I know I can use this and this would help me better in my company. And uh, I think with reducing labor, you also come into another really important issue that you've got to be aware of. And that one is increasing efficiency without compromising attention to detail and safety. Um, how do y'all at Absin try to balance those things? You know, as the products get easier to, and, and obviously on the uploading content side, there's not too much that is, uh, you know, life risking there, but on the actual Oh, set I don't know. You <laughs> have the content I've seen. That's true. That's true. Who knows what someone might toss up on the screen? Yeah. Some tough stuff, but, but on the actual setup side or the teardown, you know, as you look to make it easier and more comprehensive if things just lock into place and, um, you know, the tiles are lighter weight, but bigger and, uh, you know, you get more bang for your buck. How do you also make sure that the smaller details in the setup remain and things remain safe for the riggers? One of the things that we do um, is we're utilizing magnets now that, that connect the tiles when you're building them and hold them in place. They're strong enough that... Um, even if you take the latches off, they'll they'll stay up there. They're not strong enough to actually leave them that way, but it makes it safer. So as you're undoing the latches, if you accidentally forget, you know, you don't have someone underneath you or you don't have your hand on the tile, it's not going to fall. And the other side of that is when the tile is up or when the wall is up, we do have the ability to change out modules if we find that something's failed on our modules on the pl series we demonstrate that and also on the at the um, i'm sorry pl is polaris and at is uh, altair I, I get into my my product speak i apologize when we get into both those series the modules have little safety cables attached to them so that you unscrew them from the back and then you push them out and then you can bring them back through but in case you push them out and your hand lets go or whatever, that safety cable is still on the module itself. 
and it'll just fall and, and it, you know, it won't hit someone below. Uh, then you can pull it back in. You have to physically take off the safety cable. It's a second process that you have to do during, during the repair. So it's not something you're easily going to forget to do or, or leave off or whatever. Um, so that's how we kind of deal with those safety issues. Um, our hardware, again, same thing. The hardware itself, the hanging bars have those same magnets in them. So it'll hold that first row of tiles as you're assembling and disassembling. Um, and then we do training. The best thing is to make sure that the operator knows exactly what to do and when to do it. And we offer ACE level certif uh, absent certified engineer training throughout the year, as well as we have partners that give ACT or ACT training, absent certified technician training at their locations, uh, again, throughout the year. So we're encouraging people, if you're going to operate absent gear, be certified, come out learn how this stuff goes together the right way because there's lots of ways you can assemble something mm -hmm. but there's really only one way to do it correct yeah and if anybody is interested in in uh, learning more about the ace program they can simply go to uh usabsent.com and under our support page is where the ace application as well as the ace schedule uh lives and some other information they can put in the application let us know what what areas they'd like to attend. We're working on 2019 schedule. Um, so that's going to be coming out in the next couple of months, but we're seeing just huge, huge demand. Every class is full. They're growing and we're adding more and more locations to meet that demand. That's so exciting. And I just love that there is that sense of education and community behind improving the technology. And I think it's something that everyone within the industry can pull from and, and can look to that as this technology gets more comprehensive and gets easier to rig up or, you know, easier to toss content on, like it, it to a degree also reframes what you know about the piece of product and how to set it up. And so it's important, I think, everyone to come together and understand how important education is in the space. Absolutely. And it's and I, I've started receiving emails from our rental partners asking for a list within their area of ACE certified technicians because they want to make sure that they are pulling ACE techs that they need up freelancers. There there's it's really taking off and they're like, they see the value, they understand the value and they want to make sure that, hey, who do you have? I got a couple of shows coming up. Um, it's going to be in the Dallas area. Who do you have that's certified that I could reach out to to see about hiring on? Yeah. And that's, I mean, th that just shows the power of education and how continuous education is so important, especially in this space where things can change from one year to the next and improve, uh, you know, on the previous iteration. But with that improvement comes, you know, you have to relearn how you implement the product. So it sounds like LDI this year is going to be a great turnout. Um, I know I'm really excited to see what people bring to the table, um, literally and figuratively. Um, you know, the the excitement at the booths is always fabulous. Um, and seeing some of those setups, I think, is going to be great. So, you know, if you have one thing that each of you wants to take away from LDI this year that you can then apply to, you know, some, some trends in the industry, some changes you want to see in the industry, like wh what is one main thing that you're really 
trying to get out of this 30th anniversary of LDI. You know, I think it just makes it a really special one with so much history behind it. And I think it really sets the stage for there to be um, some really special technology or some really special collaboration, too, you know, among providers and among exhibitors. Go ahead, Allison. You start. I started sure. everyone else. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, for, for me, the rent on staging market, they are the ones that want, they're going to be on this, the front lines. They want to push the envelope and what they can do with technology. They want to um, see what's out there. They're the ones that are really kind of helping inspire us uh, as a manufacturer of what they want to do, what they're trying to do, and how we can help them achieve those same goals. So I want to see where, what the, the next envelope pushing is for them. So that's what I'm going to be keeping my out, my eye and ears <laughs> out for. To listen to that. Love it. No. And, and it, uh, you know, it makes sense that that is the side of the industry that does push so much of that innovation because I mean, when you're dealing with entertainment and you're dealing with appeasing, large crowds of people you want your shows to be top notch you want the technology to feel new and innovative and do things that an audience member might be like wow i never thought that a display would be able to immerse me in a situation like this um and so yeah that's it's just really exciting to see i i what excites me is i'm seeing a lot of smaller uh, smaller production companies embrace led it, it's really getting out there in the past it's been the large large production companies really embracing LED and, and bringing it out. Now we're seeing smaller displays, smaller companies working with it and bringing it into their repertoire. And, and it's really cool. And it, it, it really brings a new element into stage design, the ability to have this really bright screen in the room that you can turn down or turn up depending on the ambient light, the, the room lights. You're not having to have your audience sit in the dark. It, it changes the dynamic for even the simplest of conferences or even a breakout room. Uh, and it's, it, like I said, it's kind of cool. It's, it's fun to see this technology really hit its legs and, and kind of find its way into the market. Yeah, definitely. Couldn't agree more. Well, I hope y'all have a fabulous time at LDI. It's right around the corner. And we're going to have to do some sort of wrap-up episode afterwards to really touch base on some of the best technology you saw there what really shocked you, what surprised you, and what you're looking to, you know, learn from some of the things that you saw at LDI. So keep your eyes open, your ears open, and uh, absorb some of that great information because we're waiting for that content here on the Pro AV Podcast, that's for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Love it. All right. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Allison, for coming on again. Have a great time at Live Design International. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B, and thank you, everyone, for listening to today's podcast. And if you'd like to find out more or listen to previous episodes, you can head to marketscale.com slash industries and subscribe to previous podcasts, articles, and video content from your favorite favorite industries. Thanks again for listening. Till next time.